to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. Just to get us started, I'll go first, and today I am going first with my dear friend Shell Bruises back on the show, and we are talking about some of our spring favorites, but it's a little bit different than we have done some favorites episodes before, because these are mostly like experiential things, like things we are doing with people in our lives, with our families. We are having so much fun, and I think it's a really kind of unique episode in that way. Plus, it's just fun to get to have a conversation-style episode with her and be able to include you guys in it. But before we jump in, I do want to mention what we've got going on in Patreon right now. You guys, I've had a big cry from the patrons letting me know that they really wanted more planning content and I was like well if you're gonna force my hand I mean you guys know I love planning and it is the perfect time to be planning for summer to really be getting a grasp on what you want your summer to look like what is reasonable for your summer to look like how much you can actually get done what you need to accomplish what you want to enjoy this summer making sure you have the flexibility and the preparedness to be able to enjoy the things that you want to enjoy this summer All of that we are talking about this month and early next month in Patreon. We're getting ourselves all ready. Now, I'm going to have a little snapshot episode coming up next week where I'm going to give you kind of the general overview for how to be preparing for summer. But if you really want a deep dive, you want to get in there and figure out all the little kinks and get yourself ready for summer, you're going to want to come join us in Patreon. I'm doing daily lives. There is a Trello board template to help you walk through everything. And it's just a good time because we all really enjoy each other. So we would love to welcome you over there into Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash live well together and you can become a part of the crew. We've got all different levels for you to be able to join. You can get in for as low as $5 a month. That's like nothing. That's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. You can come and join us, get to be a part of the community, join in on the daily lives, and learn how to really get yourself set up really well for summer this year. We would love to have you come join us. Okay, without further ado though, let's get on with this episode with me and Shell talking about some of our favorite things right now. Welcome back, Shell. Oh, thank you. It's so fun to be back. I know. I'm going to chat with you. I'm so excited to have you for this episode because we thought, well, it's been a little while since we've just done like a favorites and a fun kind of almost like a catch up episode. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I thought, well, we've got, we've had a lot of like chiropractor content and like, we're going to be doing a big summer planning series. And then we're also hoping, and you're kind of in on this with me, but getting a lot more local women on the show and all of that kind of thing. So, but before that, I thought it'd be fun. Like, let's just, let's just have a chit chat because everybody says they like these episodes. So Uh here we go. And conversational. Yeah. And I (laughs) think that today also it's a lot of our favorites episodes I think are sort of product driven, not like we're trying to sell products, but like, Oh, I found this thing. I love where, yeah. yeah, But now I like for this episode, from what I know I'm bringing to the table and what I've gathered from you is I think it's going to be a little bit more experiential, which is kind of fun too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, I'm excited. I can't yeah. wait to hear yours. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's been a, a very different time lately. So it's going to be, I think, a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to start? No, I don't know. You no. start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I will start with one that I think that you will have things to say about too. Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> So I finally, last weekend, well, I started Mother's Day weekend, and then I wrapped it up this past weekend. I went and got all my flowers for my pots. And it was kind of funny because, you know, I really went in for it last year. It was the first year that I was like, you know what? I do want flowers. Like, what is inside of me? And You're a flower convert. I know. pulled you over to the... Totally, totally, totally am. And so like I had gone with my mom last year and really though, like I was excited and I wanted to do it, but felt like I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know Mm -hmm. what to get. And so she kind of helped me along the way. But then of course, I mean, they were beautiful, but my pots looked a lot like what her pots. Right. Like, which is perfectly fine. They're beautiful. She does a great Mm -hmm. job. But this year I felt a little bit more, I don't know. Hooks you knew what you wanted a little more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And personalize it to a look that it feels like you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I felt I was a little nervous to be like, mom, I love you and I love your flowers and they're so pretty, but I'm not buying the same thing as you. And like, it felt like rebellious to do it. But <laughs> I'm sure she was okay with it. <laughs> yes, she was. And then she came yeah. over and she was like, I think your pots look more like mine than you want to admit. It's like, well, maybe they do. <laughs> But I, don't like that. <laughs> but I was like, I didn't buy any geraniums. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. Lay off me with your old lady flowers. But I, I, she, and she is not old. She would die if she, no, she I totally, she's hipper than I am by yeah. 10 years. <laughs> she is pretty hip. She's always being hip. But she's amazing. I, yeah. I went in a different direction. Like, first of all, I mean, I think some things have helped. I've continued to hone in my style, I think, over the last couple of years and even in the last year and started Mm -hmm. realizing like I had bought this pot to go out front last summer that was just like a good price and whatever, but I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. And then this year I saw these white pots at Target and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Those are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I got those. So it just feels like already that part of it was more in line with my aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I saw this picture on Instagram and it was all different kinds of flowers, but they were all shades of purple. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. I want to do whites and purples. Mm -hmm. And so all the flowers I got were whites and purples. Some things were like stuff I'd never bought before. Last year, I realized I loved the dahlias. And so I got more dahlias. Mm. And so I collected all of them over the past couple of weeks. And then I finally sat down and did the big planting. I had 10 pots. Oh, that's so (laughs) amazing. have I acquired that many pots? In one year. That's so awesome. I love it. You have more than I do. I don't don't think I have 10 pots. I think I have maybe six. But you have a yard. (laughs) I do so have a yard. That makes so you need more pots because yes. I have a whole entire yard. Yeah. yeah. 
So I have to like make up for it. But I did like a lot of groupings of things. One of them I am mm. hoping actually like revives itself because I bought this big, beautiful grass last year. Mm -hmm. that just like added height to my back patio, which I really mm -hmm. loved. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's making the return. Did you have it? Did you store it in the garage over yes, the winter? Yes. Well, yeah. Like the only thing I can think of is that maybe it needed water. And if it didn't get water, it died from not being watered, but it sh should be just dormant. And I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. But um, those perennial grasses are such an investment. They are yeah. gorgeous, but they are so finicky. So like sometimes yeah. I think they're okay to like 42 degrees or whatever. But if it drops below that, maybe it kills them. Or maybe we yeah. have to water them them all been trying to garage and we didn't know that i really will have to get to the bottom of this but yes. i don't know <laughs> i needed to do so. more research and i just didn't do it and so i guess it's on me if this thing doesn't Aww. come back but the rest of everything i'm super happy with i even yes. did one planter with jalapenos and chives and a squash so fun yeah but i think i'm gonna oh. end up having to take the squash out and put it in its own thing maybe but, maybe you'll have to yeah um, I just love what you have come up with your color palette. It's really bright and crisp and um, just really good contrasting colors. And I, I know you had said, you mentioned like the thought of spray painting all your pots white, yeah. which is another idea. If you don't love your pots currently, yeah. just paint them the color you want them. I think that'd be a cheap, easy, quick, um, kind of getting what you want without having to go and pay because they're not cheap to no. buy. So if you can find a cheap one somewhere that's big, yeah. then paint it what you want the color you want it to be um, yeah I love that idea and I didn't end up getting to it <laughs> before I planned it well, everything maybe you will uh, someday yeah but it's yeah. still like on my radar I think I would really yeah. like to I think it helps that I put like a lot of white flowers in them and mm -hmm. so I felt like okay you know, like even if I don't get to it this year I still I love what it all looks yeah, like. Yeah. And after you've lived with those white pots for, you know, the summer, you'll either decide like, oh, it's fun to have a couple or I love it so much. I want them all to be white or, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 But it's thing. just been like a really fun process to mm -hmm. kind of grow in. I mean, I've definitely like over the last fall, winter, even this spring, my inside plants have gone through the roof and uh -huh. you know i have like insane Taking off. Of them. yeah my mm -hmm. my the little neighbor girl calls me the crazy plant lady in the neighborhood <laughs> i'm like who would have ever thought that, that would, would be, be my name <laughs> yeah but i just Love it. i they are bringing me so much jo joy yes. and it was funny cuz mm -hmm. my mom i mean we're our life has changed in our neighborhood a lot. There's like mm -hmm. a ton more kids. There's some people across the street, you know, like <laughs> there's a lot of like front of the house living this yes. year, which we have not done any yes. other year. Like this year, it's like garages are all open and kids are yep. playing in like the communal space. And yep. there's a lot of like back and forth. And you guys are the hub for that. You're right yeah. next to that communal space. And yeah. Um, I could love that more for your neighborhood. It's I know. really cool to see. I know. It's it's so much fun. And I'm going to talk about it more. Yeah. Um, but my mom actually asked me, well, do you even want plants this year for your back porch since you're doing so much like front oh. of the house living? Mm -hmm. And I hadn't even thought about that. Like I had just already, because I had already bought more pots, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. well, no, I, that's like become a thing for me that I've realized I really enjoy and I love the beauty of it. I love like putting it all together. And I really love having that little 
sanctuary space on my back porch. Mm -hmm. Like I completely plan on using it in the mornings this summer before the kids get up and yes. you know going as out a there. place of quiet and refuge yes. for you yeah you need yes. that I I think that that is is important as the you know especially as you are being more and more hospitable and reaching out yeah. more in your neighborhood and you're um really giving you know and being in that place of like let me like love you and and care for you in this way those flowers in the front of course are so special because they're welcoming you know yeah. the neighborhood in but then the back yard flowers are more for you yes totally <laughs> and for quiet <laughs> yes and you know I mean I just planted them on Sunday and yesterday was Monday and my kids got home they hadn't seen mm -hmm. any of it they had been gone for the weekend mm -hmm. and they came out like I was out there I think I had just been watering and Emerson just came out there and she sat down in one of the chairs and like wanted Aww. to chat with me and it was just like this Aww. perfect little space mm -hmm. for us to have where it wasn't we weren't in her bedroom we weren't in my bedroom we were just like out on our little porch mm -hmm. and we got to just sit there and enjoy the outside and mm -hmm. have a little conversation and catch up after her being gone mm -hmm. for the weekend and it was like these are the moments mm -hmm. this is why I wanted yeah. this little space and, yes. and it's so fun too, because it's like, I can, I had the slider open and we keep our garage kind of open right now. And I could hear people coming in <laughs> through the mm -hmm. garage door and then they'd go find us on the back porch. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of fun, especially because we're doing so much with the particular neighbors mm -hmm. and we're eating a lot of meals with them. And at yes. that point, it goes from being like the whole neighborhood to just our two families. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, we can even do like, we could have a picnic dinner in the backyard mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And when we move it to that space, then it's just our families and it's not the neighborhood at large, like all mm -hmm. the little neighborhood mm -hmm. kids showing up, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is so much fun, but it's also nice to have that time when it's just our two families. Yes. And so I, it's, it's kind You're of. You're going to create a space for that. That's kind yeah. of protected from the neighborhood yes. at large. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels <laughs> like just like our little kind of like sanctuary space mm -hmm. because they live on the side of the neighborhood where it's like all open and yeah. where all the neighborhood kids congregate. So it's kind right. of fun to have like two very different feels to mm -hmm. our different houses and being able to have kind of that space and getting yes. to know each other and investing in each other. And it's mm -hmm. just been a lot of fun. So, and I love that too, you know, here you are in an apartment, which is, it takes a lot of creativity to figure out how to make that space when you don't have it. You know, like yeah. you said, for me, I have a whole yard. I have a front yeah. yard and a backyard and it's fenced and, you know, like all that stuff. So that creates those natural um, ability to have like privacy or whatever you're looking for, but you are creating that. And um, I just love it. I love it so much. Okay, you guys, when I found out that I was going to work with this new sponsor of the podcast, I was so excited because I love their product and I've wanted one for a really long time. It is Ember Mugs. You guys, these are so awesome because they keep your coffee or your tea or whatever you have in there at the perfect temperature. 
the exact temperature that you like it at. It is controlled by the Ember app where you can set it to make sure that it is delicious every single sip that you have. It has a super sleek design. It's got a long lasting built-in battery so you can sip your coffee or your tea in any room without it getting cold. And when you're ready to recharge it, you just place it on the included charging coaster. So even that looks nice. And they also have this amazing feature where you put your drink in there and the Ember app will notify you when your preferred drinking temperature is reached. So not only are you not having to run to the microwave to reheat your drink all the time, but you're also not going to burn your mouth. I hate when my drink is too hot and I love that I don't have to like taste test it, you know, and scald the roof of my mouth. They tell me when it is at my perfect temperature. And I think that's what really sets Ember apart from other products on the market is that they don't just keep your beverage hot. Most of those keep your beverage too hot. Ember offers precision temperature control. They have it available in 10 ounce, 14 ounce, and a travel mug. Ember just released a stunning new rose gold edition to add to their metallic collection. That's the one I have. And this new mug is the perfect pop of color for any work from home setup or you just have it next to your, you know, like little morning time area that you have. It makes the ideal gift for any coffee or tea lover. And I have really enjoyed using it not only in the morning to keep coffee warm, but I really love it at night. That is like my perfect time to use my Ember mug because I like to have my chamomile tea and it would always get cold before I was ready for it to get cold. And I just want to be able to like sip it and savor it all through the evening so that I can wind down for the night. And now with my Ember mug, I can do that and it stays the perfect temperature. You guys, it's so good. I love this thing. And first time Ember customers can use my code LIVEWELL for 10% off a purchase of $129 or more. So go to ember.com and if you are a first time Ember customer, you can use my code LIVEWELL for that 10% off a purchase of $129 or more. You are going to love it. I mean, I feel super blessed that with our townhome, the way it's configured, like we do have a backyard space that's fenced mm-hmm. in because on our side of the street, we have that. Yeah. We don't have that across the street. And we share it with the three other units in our townhome. Uh, but at least we have that. Like it has mm-hmm. been shocking to me to see like, oh, what a different feel from this side of the street to the other side of the street. Right. Like we do have yeah. more of that seclusion and stuff. Right. But It's just all around. I mean, I guess this kind of goes with another one of the things that I was going to say was my favorite. It's just, it's been the people in this season. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we are going through another really big season of transitioning in our Mm -hmm. life right now. Mm-hmm. As you may have picked up on everyone as we are having <laughs> dinners with the people across the street quite mm-hmm. often and doing a lot of activities with them. And it's just like, it's a very, it's becoming a different way of doing life than we've mm-hmm. had so far, but it yes. feels like so full with mm-hmm. people right yeah. now. And yeah. after, you know, a lot of years of a lot of loneliness, especially mm-hmm. when my kids would be gone, yeah, that has been like such a life-giving thing. Yeah, it has. I couldn't be happier for you to have that. Like to know this last week you weren't lonely while your kids were gone was like the best gift to my heart, like uh, for you. I just like, wow. Well, (laughs) and it it felt like, I mean, I missed them, of course. I want them at home. You always miss them. But I think because we have so many people 
in our life right now, mm-hmm. like their cups, I feel like are getting filled so much mm-hmm. more before they go mm-hmm. and they're being filled immediately when they return. Yes. And I'm seeing like such a visible difference in my mm-hmm. kids that that is just like I, some things you just, you don't expect or you don't see coming. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. been pretty amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an answer to um, our prayers for your family. That's for sure. Like yeah. just to see that healing, you know, happening. Yeah. Amazing. That's exactly <laughs> what it feels like. It's mm-hmm. like healing. And safety, safe people, yep. safe places, you know, yes. for, their, for your hearts. So um, yeah. yeah. Love seeing that unfold. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Give us one of your favorites. Oh, okay. So one of my favorites currently this last week is um, the game Pickleball. I don't know if you guys oh. have <laughs> you've ever played it before, but um, David loves playing it. And so this last week I have jumped in playing with him and Look it's really fun. It's, it's like a little old person game. I think it's yes. like the fastest growing game in the world for like people over 65. Or, I don't know. <laughs> it's a perfect game for me, but um, it's been really fun. And we have been playing, I think we played three times this last week, but we're kind of on a kick with it right now where we will drive to like the park nearby. They have a, um, you play it inside. A, it's like a tennis court, but then the pickleball lines are within that. So it's like a oh. smaller yeah, okay. I use a wiffle ball um, and like a ping pong paddle sort of looking thing. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like tennis, but less intense. Oh, it can get intense, but um, yeah. for me, it's like perfect. Your speed. Yeah. Perfect for a new activity for me, like a little old lady sport. I <laughs> but, love um, that. The way David plays it is not like that. But um, yeah. So anyway, of course, he's <laughs> been beating me and it's fine. I'm like happy for him to win because I, I have issues with winning myself anyway. Yeah. But there is a part of me that just wants to get better enough to at least be close to being able to like you know stay yeah. with him yeah <laughs> I love that but, um, so I need to come play you at some point and then you would yes. feel so much better you'd be oh, like no. oh I, no you uh uh-uh, no anyway so we have played on one court and and then Jack and Annabelle have been playing together like oh, singles fun. on the court so last night we combined after we each had our individual games oh. and played doubles and at first, no one wanted me on their team, which is understandable. And I was fine. <laughs> My feelings are not hurt. But <laughs> then eventually, I was like, come on, Annabelle. Let's just do boys against girls. Like, we can do it. Like, let's just give it a whirl. Like, and see. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I want to be on dad's team. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> that doesn't she surprise me at all. <laughs> so anyway, we did really well, you guys. We uh, we played to five. Normally, you pay to 21. But shorter <laughs> games are. I have a better wish. I do better with the shorter games. Yeah. The endurance is kind of what kills me in the end with David is like, he can just out and drum all day long. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we played to five and we lost four to five. Like we were like, so there and they barely beat us. So we were oh. really proud of ourselves. We hung yes. tight with them. And so anyway, pickleball is our new favorite thing in ever to do as a family. And then like with David and I having something that we can both enjoy together and that yeah. it's just like that good, um, way to connect and especially kind of like and you have experienced this too, I know, but like kind of something that he wants to do, I guess. Like yeah. a lot of times I feel like I'm trying to get him to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and that is tricky. So to find something that we both enjoy um, that we can do together. Uh, and sometimes it's kind of putting yourself out there, but it's good for me. Like I need to be more active. I need to, like yeah. that is all good for me. And so yeah. 
Um, maybe it wouldn't be my first choice because like I would just love to sit and like drink coffee and talk. Yeah, you know. Yes. But he can only do that for so he drinks yeah. his coffee in like two seconds and he's done yeah. and then it's kind of like, oh now what do we do? So, yeah. so this is a great way to connect. And it's just working for our family. And as our family's gotten older, I'm noticing that I'm gonna have I have to be shifting with them to try and find yeah. out like what does everybody want to do? Because sometimes we'll be like, oh, we want to take a hike. And we've had a lot of like, oh. you know, so oh, this is something yeah. that everyone seems more excited for, which we've hiked over the years a lot as a family. Yeah. But like lately we haven't gotten like the enthusiasm, which is fine. Sometimes you just make your kids go and they end yeah. up enjoying it in the end. And there is that element too, but this is something we're all loving right now. So yeah, it's one of I my, one of my favorite that. things. Well, and it yeah. kind of reminds me back to our like, friendships and celebrating friendships episode because we talked about like what expectations are and what we should require of our partner or our spouse or whatever because I think especially I don't know if it's our ages or what but Mm -hmm. I'm finding more like I would rather not force them to do something they don't want to do most of the time and I'd rather get that experience with my friends who enjoy it as much as I do and we can just really (laughs) relish in it and then do the stuff with them that they are that's more their speed I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that exact same thing you was you were just saying about like mm-hmm. being active and everything mm-hmm. because that is not my normal <laughs> pace. Yeah, not our like, go-to. Yeah, yeah, I just I I will do yoga or whatever, but like getting out there, getting after it has not been in the. I just don't. I haven't enjoyed that in the past, but a lot of it yeah. is also like feeling like I don't know what I'm doing still feeling like oh there were injuries from births and whatnot like yeah is is my body gonna operate the way that I want it to right no and so but my kids being out all the time in our neighborhood playing basketball playing Mm -hmm. soccer and then there's like workouts happening and (laughs) the neighbor the hot neighbor, <laughs> he was gifted this amazing like Nordic track elliptical machine. Mm. And he was like, just come over and do it. Like, just get active. And I was like, nah, I don't know what I'm doing, but okay. Anything to be around the hot neighbor. Uh-huh. So I- started, How many miles do I have to run? Right? Right? <laughs> and it won't injure my birth injuries because it's on an elliptical. And so that's huge. Yeah. And so I started doing it like a couple of weeks ago. And I got to say, I'm doing it probably three or four times a week now. And between that and Zumba and like, I've even gone out there and played basketball. (laughs) What in the world? Who even are we? I know. This is coming from two ladies who are just not like known for their like active you know activity sports wise no like we would go on walks there's the walking you know but this This is like a totally different this involves Uh like me using my athletic glee yes sweating and using my athletic gear for not lounging Uh (laughs) uh-huh not even pretty yes I mean that helps. I'm glad I've got good athletic gear. But <laughs> sometimes I really do feel like I have to step up the game. I may have done that yesterday. It was like, oh, you're gonna come out wearing that? Well, I'm gonna come out wearing this. Oh, so, you know. So good. But 
Yeah, and I decided in my old lady squirts that I need to order myself a squirt. Oh my gosh! I love it. I don't own one. <laughs> Your official pickleball squirt. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. But I mean, I I'm surprising myself by how much I'm enjoying it, and yes. like that I feel good. I'm like, okay, I will say. That wasn't say, a joke about those good endorphins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they weren't I, lying to us. I know, dang it. <laughs> but I, I did, I did run the other day after the ball and, <laughs> and uh, hot neighbor may have mentioned like, oh, wow, I'm witnessing <laughs> that for the first time. Like, and then he did an impression of me and and he said, I looked like, like a lady who was like running out of a restaurant, but trying to not like bring attention to herself, <laughs> like running after someone. And he did this ridiculous run. And I was a little surprised. It really like, it struck a nerve with me. And I was like, fine. And the basketball was sitting in the middle of the street and I may have kicked it down the road <laughs> and started to walk home. <laughs> Which at that point he felt super bad, and he was like, "I didn't know that was going to strike such a chord oh. with you." But and then he was like, "Well, you can't just not ever run in front of me again." I was like, "Watch me, like not ever run." But but then we ended up going for a flipping jog the next day. <laughs> it's like, as long as I'm behind you, <laughs> you don't watch my shadow. Well, all I can say is whenever I jog with David, I am definitely behind him. Jog because I want to be, just because I have to be. Well, that too. Can't keep up. I mean, we made it around like the block and I was like, is it supposed to feel like my heart's going to explode? <laughs> like, is that normal? Sadly, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you guys, as you hear me mention in this episode, we recently got a feeling spinner. And what that is, is this little toy that helps children talk about their feelings with their caretakers. It was created by a mom who wanted a simple way to check in with her boy's emotions at bedtime. So she would have her boys flick the spinner and whatever word it landed on, she would ask them, when did you feel that feeling today? It became a great conversation starter for them. Sometimes the moments were quick and lighthearted. Other times they were longer and more serious. So now this mom, has realized this is a really awesome tool and she is selling feeling spinners at feelingsspinner.com to help other parents like me connect deeper with their kids. And you guys, we have been doing this all the time with my kids and with the neighbor kids. We get together for dinner all the time and it has been such a great tool. They love using it because it's got a whole range of different emotions on it and it's super fun because it feels like a toy. We pass it around the dinner table almost every night and it has been so good to not only hear what is happening in their day but to bond together a little bit more and really know that they are enjoying getting to have these conversations and it's such an easy entry point to be able to have this kind of deep conversation with each of them. I mean I'm sure that all of us are familiar with when we ask our kids how was your day and then you only get like fine as the answer but this feeling spinner helps it to feel 
feel more fun and natural, and I can't recommend it enough. It's such a great tool to use as a part of your daily routine, and it communicates to children that it's good and normal to experience a range of feelings every day, even the uncomfortable ones, because there's all kinds of different things on the spinner. So if you think that this would be an awesome tool for you and your family, go to feelingsspinner.com, and if you use the code LIVEWELL at checkout, you can get 20% off. Again, that's feelingsspinner.com. Use the code LIVEWELL for 20% off and totally revolutionize how you are having deep conversations with your family. Well, you're making me want to get back on my runs. I've been running, jogging, slow jogging. I don't even know. You can't even call it running. But I've been doing that for a few weeks and I have it. Now, like, you're making me, like, miss it. Oh, well, I don't. We made Just it around the block. describing that feeling. <laughs> we made it around the block and then I was like, I'll be on the elliptical. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Right. It is awful. a way better option, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Smoother ride. <laughs> totally. Oh. Totally. But I I have been happy to like be like, okay, I, I actually I am feeling good enough to warrant like wanting to do it more. And yeah. that is really awesome. saying something, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And and it has just I feel like we are thinking more in terms of being active and having fun as a family Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think especially during COVID it was like you're Mm -hmm. all home all the time and just sick of each other and the worst thing ever to be like stuck inside yeah Yeah. and especially no breaks (laughs) yeah and after a long winter and and now that like activities are starting to wind down for us like ballet is wrapping up Mm -hmm. and all of that it feels like okay like we went I went for a hike last weekend. We were talking about like we went to the park that has a bunch of yes, has a bunch of different gardens in it. And we've been going there almost every weekend and seeing the changes, like what has bloomed since last week. And like doing little things like that have been so fun. And I think bonding for us as a family. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like helping everybody to just feel better and more alive and more excited yes. for our time and connected together. because yes. you're making memories and that's super and and yeah, yeah. and yeah on the go because I mean I just think yes. the older we are getting the more kids we have like we have yeah. to find things that we all can have kind of common interest in or and sometimes yeah. I think it's just I need to stop I need to kind of give up what my idea of that looks like and, and go with theirs because I end up yeah. having a lot more fun when they are. <laughs> yeah. It's just the bottom line yeah. for, for our family. So yeah. I'm willing to say, okay, well, maybe we won't take a hike today, but let's do um, whatever you guys want to do instead. You know, yeah. whatever that sounds good or fun. Yeah. And maybe it's a bike ride or, you know, whatever. So totally. Well, and uh-huh. we've been incorporating a lot more games into Uh, I love that you guys have that's so fun it's been so fun I think it's it's been especially helpful as we are getting to know this other family better Mm -hmm. and so it's like everybody is participating and creating memories together and joking about things and talking and we've had a really Mm -hmm. good mix of like active games and then games that actually force you to get to know each other better okay (laughs) we've been playing during dinner all the time now we're playing do you really know your family and it's like got conversation starters but also challenges and we answer for each other's families before we give our own family the chance to answer the question so it'll be like if I were to write a book what genre would it be or like what's my favorite music or 
you know, uh-huh. just like all kinds of different random questions. But it's been so fun to get to do that with them and yes. have like conversation during dinner. Mm-hmm. We've been using mm-hmm. that feeling spinner, the one that is the um they're sponsoring the podcast right now. But it so really fun. like it it works. It spawns conversation as they all get to like flick the little spinner thing and see what it lands on and talk about like what emotion they had, like when they had that emotion during the day. And so I love this. I haven't heard of this yet. Yeah, it's cool. cool. And we've like legitimately been using it and the kids have been asking to do it. And that's been a lot of fun. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. And because you never know like what emotion it's going to land on. So everybody kind of talks about a lot of different things and and then we've also been doing hamster, which is our name that we created for a combination <laughs> of playing Twister and having Hamilton on. This the best. It's so good. I love it. I gotta say, unlike you, Shaw, I shamelessly go for the win. <laughs> That's every okay. Time. I get it. Last night, Annabelle, um, who's a lot more like you personality wise, yeah. we were losing and she got so upset. She like literally took them all and like just tried to slam it on David. Like as hard as she could. <laughs> Thankfully, they don't hurt. But yeah, she was mad. <laughs> she so got mad. Funny. I yeah. get it. Like here I am up against like seven and eight year olds. And I'm like, I will win. <laughs> I, I don't love it. care, little ballerina. If you're like the contortionist of the century, I'm going to make it. <laughs> we don't call her mini me for nothing right i know emerson and i have gone like head to head with each other a couple of times and the neighbors have said like we both get the most serious expressions on our faces (laughs) we are gonna take each other down and it's funny because like they'll get to the point where they just stop even using the spinner and they just start calling out random combinations that they think are going to be really hard for us to do. And it's, yeah. They're just playing the, playing the board better yes. for their entertainment. Yeah. But what's really bad is if Hot Neighbor and Roman team up because they can throw their weight around. And so oh, yeah. if they get in a certain position, they'll just like practically sit on you. <laughs> or if they're both coming at you, it's like, what well, they're the taking heck? up the whole thing. You need they like are. A, a extra large version for them because they're just so long and big. <laughs> I know. I, well, and we do, we actually put together two boards ah, in order that, to fit yeah, to get that many them. people to play. Yeah. 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 That's so smart. I love that. That's ingenious. Yeah. So Aww. it's been super fun. I was like, I'll I'll wear socks next time so that I level the playing field a little bit, you guys. <laughs> one sock. Yeah. <laughs> Start with one. <laughs> so, like, I'm not gonna give you too much of an advantage. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. But it's been super fun to just be like learning new games together and like incorporating yeah. that in. And it, it's been such a thing like I think we all look forward to dinner and Mm -hmm. when people are looking forward to it it doesn't feel quite as oppressive to have to cook or especially if like other people are helping or you're collaborating on the meal it's just right it's been a super fun time but also realizing like oh this is a transition like I have to plan things differently Mm -hmm, than I have mm -hmm. been so I'm definitely looking at that coming towards summer 
Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and I know that you just have so much, so much kind of trauma and pain wrapped up in that time of the day that I love seeing like how, like, especially making yeah. dinner and the things that have been like incredibly hard for you to find joy in and rightly so like, but to hear about like now how just the redemption and like, it's yeah. just, it's really life giving time of the day for you. And yes, it is a lot of work to feed a lot of people for sure. But to know that they're enjoying it so much, it's got to just be helpful in the whole process of like, yeah. Um, and I, I think it's really fun too. Like with my kids, what helps really take for me, at least like help me get out of the rut of like, Oh, I just have to make dinner again. Is if someone's excited to eat something like, Oh, this yeah. sounds so good. Or they just help you like with ideas or they come in and yes. help you maybe chop something up or I just yeah. like tell my, like my people, like, can you just visit with me? Cause I like, I just like being around everyone. So if I'm in the kitchen by myself, it's not my favorite, but if people will just like hang out with me, I'm happy yes. to do the chopping and the stuff. But yeah, so ha- being together in that process just makes it so yes. much more fun. And it does feel like it's not just all on you, you know, yes. as the mom making dinner or whatever. So yeah, it makes a big difference. It does. It's been mm-hmm. like, I have really enjoyed both the nights where we're all collaborating together and it's like there's multiple of us in the kitchen getting everything ready but then Mm -hmm. there's also been the nights like last night I was kind of getting everything together but knowing they were all out there having fun and playing basketball and I can open the door to my garage and see what's going on and still kind of be a part of it it's just yeah it's been so fun and then having Mm -hmm. all of that people time like I've been Mm -hmm. consuming a lot less content I haven't been reading I haven't been like watching a lot of stuff but it's it's been such a great trade-off to just Mm -hmm. get like my extrovert is just getting like filled to the max and Uh I I love Uh that feeling I love that for you too yeah and I think it's okay to just in different seasons for whatever reason we're not reading as much or watching as much it's fine it's just seasons ebb and flow like that we shouldn't feel guilty or like oh, I should be reading more or whatever. No, we should be living to the fullest, whatever that looks like. And yes, some seasons we get to read more and that is filling, but it's it's okay if we're not reading. It's okay if you're not reading right now. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) And and I I think in other years, I've gotten down on myself about that a lot more. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm not meeting my reading goal. You know, but I I think pretty early on this year was just like, you know what? This is going to be the year that... I, if I'm reading, I'm enjoying my reading life. Yeah. And I think there've been a lot of years, especially with the podcast that it's almost gotten kind of oppressive because it's like, I had to read so much and I was reading for a job and it just, you know, it did, it took a lot of the joy out of it. Right. And the the time you had to get through a book was crazy too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, and so many books at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so it's been really freeing to like, let a lot of that go be a lot more particular Mm -hmm. about which books I'm going to have on the show. Mm -hmm. And, and just like I said at the beginning of this year, this was going to be the year that I abandoned books. And what Mm -hmm. I really meant by that was like, I'm not going to start a book and be like, oh, I hate this, but force myself to finish it. I would just like, let myself let it go. But I'm also yeah. like, it's not that I don't want to be reading. I, I will, there will be a season that we'll where it there. comes around again. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have to feel like I have to be known as this, you know, like there's, no. 
people are more important. People right are now. so much more important. Absolutely. In every season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And then if you get a chance to read on the side, that's awesome. Or if you yeah. choose to read instead of watch shows, which is kind of how I, yeah. I just find it to be more like, I don't know, life-giving for me personally, but I have, I'm pretty sure I've quit as many books as I started this year. Just been like, not just yeah. like, okay, yeah. it's still on my list. It's like, nope, I'm done with this one. I'm, I'm not going to read it. So yeah, I hear yeah. you on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I've not felt totally guilty. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think mm-hmm. that's been good, but you have read a few things, right? You've definitely read. Have, and that. yeah, I've read some really good books this year and I've really <laughs> tried to get more. Um, this is weird. I'm just weird this way. Um, fiction and novels usually aren't my go-to. I, kind of gravitate towards nonfiction more. So this year I was yeah. like, I'm going to challenge myself to read more um, nonfiction and I, or fiction. And I have loved, loved what I've read this year. I've read three books, um, two fiction and one nonfiction that were just like, I would just so highly recommend to anyone who does need some like good reading material options. But um, the first one that I read or one of the ones I read, it was actually a memoir um, about yeah. this lady. I think we've talked about her on the podcast. Um her name's Erin French, but it's just her story of um, just beautiful story uh, of a cook who um, grew up in her dad's diner and she loves cooking from scratch, um, went through just a lot in her life, a really abusive relationship um, and just triumphed over so much. Um, and it's just the story of complete inspiration of like all the things that she went through. She was really honest about like the hard parts of her life. And I mm-hmm. think that just brings like, there's so much triumph in what she had overcome and literally everything about her is like, just like her aesthetic is just stunningly beautiful. Like she yeah. is like people come to her restaurant from all over the world. And she has this little tight, it's in a tiny town called freedom, Maine. And, um, you have to send in postcards that get picked by lottery system in order to even be invited to it. So, so cool. Um, but she just really rose from the ashes of, of a lot of hardship in her life and overcame a lot. So yeah. I really recommend her story. It's interesting. Um, I haven't read a lot of uh, books yet up until this point where there's um, like, you know, they use like swear words or whatever. But oh, yeah. I just felt like this book just seemed to be like it didn't bother me at all. And I guess that's a disclaimer for people who don't want to read that, but I, yeah, I loved her story so much. So I highly, highly recommend it. Um, And then I, the two novels that I have just adored this year and I'm really, he was my fiction. Like, I I don't know. I put a lot of fiction this year, but um, one of them is called the dearly beloved by Kara well. And um, she, it's the story about two couples and like they're coming together, what their relationship looked like as they, meet each other and fall in love and then how their friendship intertwines and they're both um, pastors and pastor's wives over Mm -hmm. the years and just like the unfolding of what that looked like Um, through highs and lows. It's just really beautifully written. And the story itself is like, you just don't want it it to end. You're so sad when it ends. Yeah. Um, I've heard other people talk about that book and yes, really recommend it. Yes. Um, It reminded me of um, one of my favorite novels is um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the name of the author. Um, oh, of course I wouldn't think it reminds me of an author that I've read before in the past that I just absolutely, one of my favorite books, like in my early teens. Um, okay. and so she's, she just is like a throwback to her, um, okay. modern, modern. Writer, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. That is the name of the, um, oh. probably my like top favorite novel that I've ever read. Yeah. And I can't remember the author of it, but it's a famous, famous yeah. novel. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, the book woman of Troublesome Creek, I just finished and it is such an incredible story. Um, it's in the 1930s in the Appalachian mountains is the setting. And it's oh, wow. about, uh, a lady who's a pack horse librarian. Oh. So she delivers books like out into like the, um, just where no one else could even like, they can't even get to the library. Like they're so far out. So she yeah, goes wow. like, it takes her mule, but she like, this book has the most incredible twist and it's all historically documented really well. That's um, awesome. But, I love uh, that. And there's even pictures in the back of like, cause these horse women were like, these book women were a thing. Like they were historically, they have documentation of them and their work and um, what they did. But the story is absolutely breathtaking. And um, she is an amazing, like heroic character and yeah, you just, you love it. <laughs> so yeah. these are all my recommendations. That sounds <laughs> really good. I love yeah. like when it's historically based and they've done such a good job of researching and you feel like you're learning something at the same yes. time as you're reading oh, it. So much. Yeah. And there's the twist in this book that you're like, how is this real? But it really is. And I don't want to give that part away because yeah. It's yeah, it's seriously hard to put down though. Like I, I read it really fast. It was um, so well written, all of it, everything about it. So I love that. You guys, you've heard me sing the praises of Plan to Eat a thousand times by now because I have used this service for six and a half years. I absolutely love it and it is the thing that makes my meal planning life so much easier. But recently, I've been getting to use it in sort of a new way because we have been collaborating on dinners with another family most nights of the week and I don't know what I would do without Plan to Eat because it's sort of hard to be able to collaborate on dinners and figure out who who's making what and when we're making it and how it's all going to work together. But with Plan to Eat, it just completely simplifies the system. Because first of all, it makes it super easy for us to plan the meals. We can just drag and drop the different recipes that we are using right onto the calendar. And then we've got our shopping list, which can be accessed in the app. And it's super simple for us to be able to see who has gotten what and what we still need to get and be able to split everything up really easily. I love that we can create these menus that we can repeat for different weeks so we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time and because plan to eat keeps all of my stash of recipes that I've used for years it's a great place for me to go when I'm just trying to jog my memory and think like well what do we even normally eat this time of year or what sounds good oh yeah these are all of our options I just love Plan to Eat. Their super handy app makes planning and shopping easy, even on the go. And it's helping me to really pull myself out of a cooking rut that I've been in for most of the winter. So I've actually really been enjoying planning all of our meals this spring. I know that Plan to Eat can be just as much of a lifesaver for you as it is for me. And if you go to plantoeat.com slash lovely, you can get 60 days free to fully try it out for those two months and be able to see what a difference it makes for your life. It's normally a subscription service and it's $4.95 a month or $39 a year. But again, if you just go to plandeat.com slash lovely, you can try it for 60 whole days for free. That's going to get you into the summer and you're going to love it. It's going to make your life so much easier. Go to plandeat.com slash lovely and enjoy always knowing what's for dinner. I wish I had 
<laughs> recommendations normally I do. I am slowly making my way through My Dear Hamilton. Like finally I've owned it, right. owned it for a few yeah. years and it's really beautifully written and mm. really interesting to juxtapose against the play because mm -hmm. it is different. And I have a feeling that this book is more historically accurate than Hamilton actually is mm. um, because there were certain things mm. that like Lin-Manuel Miranda fully admitted he incorporated that were not historically accurate. Like mm -hmm. by the time Hamilton and Eliza get together, Angelica's not even in the picture. Like she, they never right. were in love with each other. She's already married. Like all of that kind of thing that he thought would add like, I don't know. Drama. More of a, yeah, <laughs> drama, drama to the play. So um, that has been really fun to kind of see the differences play uh -huh. out in this book. And I know that these two authors who write together, let me see their names. It's sitting right here. So I'll go ahead and tell you. I know we'll have mm. it in the show notes, but Stephanie Dre and Laura Kamoy, they are New York Times bestsellers and they did um, America's First Daughter which is about mm -hmm. um, Thomas Jefferson's daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's a good read. I just am, I'm slowly making my way through it. Yeah, as I you're have little it. snippets of time yeah. and yeah. Yeah. That's so. good. It sounds good. And you know, that may be the only book I get through <laughs> like all summer. <laughs> I don't know. But, but if it is for good reason, yes, right? Like for very good reason. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been fun when I get a chance to pick it up yes so yeah. especially because we are so familiar with Hamilton and I was gonna say your take on this book I really want to hear it when you're done because yeah. you are you have got every angle that you're coming from you're just so well read and you know versed in all of this Hamilton that yeah. you've got it yeah, we've got to come back to it later and hear more about yes, it from you. Yes, for sure. We'll have to do like a fall episode and follow, talk follow about up. my follow-up. But I will say yeah. that the way my kids know Hamilton was so helpful for Roman in history this past <laughs> year that. because he was doing early American history. And we could Perfect. literally say like he could quote lines and he would put them like in his papers and everything and like <laughs> so he could reference it and it gives him this point of reference even now as they've moved on and they're doing yeah. civil war history mm -hmm. like for him to get a grasp on time and when mm -hmm. these things happen mm -hmm. and you know that has been super helpful that they have kind of this grounding place yeah from the beginning that. of american history so <laughs> yeah it's been good job, mom. Yeah, it's good, very, good way. very helpful. <laughs> and whenever he gets like confused, I would be like, you know, and I would, I could sing like a line and he'd be like, oh yeah, that did happen. Like, oh yeah, the war turned around at the Battle of Yorktown because I know that song, you know, so. I love it. Best it way to learn history. Very helpful. So I know. It. Like, okay, okay, Lynn, you need to write <laughs> Let's keep going every here. era of history. We it's need so true. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like adult version of Schoolhouse Rock. Like yes. we need this. Yes. <laughs> Grown up version. And it's been so fun. I mean, I already mentioned that we're doing it during um when we play Twister. We've been playing Hamilton. Yes. But it's been so fun because the family across the street also loves Hamilton. And so it's been like this bonding thing where we mm -hmm. all like sing together and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's been Super so fun. awesome. Yeah. So fun. Super fun. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. a good, good time. But I think I really, especially as we're getting like well into May, by the end of May, I will officially be able to plan our summer because mm-hmm. I will then know like when our vacation weeks are and like when all of that is happening. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like I'm now I've I've kind of well, I realized something the other day. This is going to be in my newsletter <laughs> probably this week. But I realized that for me, and I would say for other people as well, but just doing the next right thing is mm-hmm. not a long-term solution. Mm-hmm. It is a survival mode solution mm-hmm. to be able to get through like critical times. Mm-hmm. But if you always exist in that place of just doing the next right thing, then it actually is much more exhausting mm-hmm. and frustrating and So I am starting to like, I feel like pull myself back up out of that Mm -hmm. place again, where it's like getting back on top of life and doing the planning Mm -hmm. and figuring out how to do it well, especially with the way our life has been transitioning. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, I really feel like my kids have leveled up in age. Like you kind Mm -hmm. of mentioned this too. I mean, we have, we both have a range of ages, Mm -hmm. but like your youngest is now four that yeah. is that is different than yeah when most of my kids have had birthdays so I guess that yeah. maybe helps with that feeling of like oh yeah growing yeah. up here <laughs> yeah and and to even like assess like oh what can you guys help with and how can this mm-hmm. summer look different than yes. other summers have looked because you are older yep. and so I should be able to you know arrange my work time differently or yeah. the activities we're going to go do this summer or all of that kind of thing it's it's been exciting. I'm really looking forward to just really being able to sit down and do that hardcore planning mm-hmm. for the summer. I think it's going to be uh, the most different summer that maybe yeah. we've had. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't wait for you because it, I mean, for you, planning is just like you are able to, you, that's who you are. So yeah, I'm so excited for you to get there and be able to do that. And Kind of just like you said, we're out of survival mode into just more like this thriving life, you know, that, yeah, that's building right now. Um, yes. Thriving and beautiful. So, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like these sorts of transitions are good and positive. Yeah. We've been through a lot of really difficult transitions in yeah. the past four years. And mm-hmm. we've been through some good ones too, like when we got to move into our own place and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is like that next level and we've lived in our house now for two years and so that's like it didn't come quickly (laughs) but it is like things are happening and changing and that's really exciting Mm -hmm. and refreshing and Mm -hmm. I'm just like yeah I'm excited to see how to get to plan this summer and have it be Mm -hmm. different and and that's all going to be coming on the podcast. And we're also, oh, we're doing a ton in Patreon. We're actually doing like a deep dive on summer planning. So like, awesome. we're going to give the the overview here on the podcast, but we've got a Trello board template that we're going to have up with um, Patreon and just like really, really going into like, if you want to really dig your feet in and plan out your summer so that then you can just like enjoy your summer. That's, yeah. that's what we're working on through the month of May and early June. So yeah. I'm and sometimes I, I just want more time outside. And so yeah. how do I like 
make sure that I'm either pre-prepped enough food that like yes. we can grab pasta salad or we can grab yes. whatever out of the fridge and have times to prep and times to be able to run and play. Like, I mean, obviously yes. we have a pool at our house, so that's going to look, look, yeah, it's fun, but I also need to make sure that I can plan so I can be out there and, and hosting yeah. people, and having people over. And that's going to take some planning, you know, to figure out like what's easy stuff to make to feed all the hungry swimmers, you know, in my yeah. life. So yeah, um, that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And I'm excited. Just like, I'm trying to really think through a lot of those things too. Like when we get the opportunities to go to the park or go to the pool or go to the lake or wherever it is, like, how can we be like pre-planned enough that mm -hmm. I've got things in place that we can be more spontaneous in the moment. Yeah, Like we already know what the plan is. If that's the opportunity What's that happening. arises. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. this is how we act that out. And yeah, so, that's awesome. yeah. There's a lot of moving parts with taking all of those people places. Yeah. <laughs> all of these people of ours places. Yeah. <laughs> I will say we did our first shopping trip with the family across the street a couple of weekends ago. And <laughs> eight people at Target. It's <laughs> a lot of people at Target. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of funny because we do split down the middle, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. And so there is this like, okay, boys, you go get your boy stuff girls yeah we're gonna go get our girl stuff and we took about Ooh. twice as long as the boys but it was like well go sit in the car you guys because we're not done yet yeah that's exactly how you do it with the family yep. there's those that sit in the car go to the car and then there's those yep. that actually finish the shopping yeah mm -hmm. like you can come back Sounds and familiar. carry our things to the car when we're there you go <laughs> yeah so. Well, this was really fun. Thank you for talking about like current favorites. I feel like in a different way than we have done it before. Yes, so, I loved it. Love yeah, it. Love getting a chance of, to chat all the time. Yes, <laughs> to all the the people in our lives, mm, which is people. really nice, especially coming out of like pandemic season. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's the theme will... for twenty twenty one. Yes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Other people. <laughs> yes. Well, I will have you on again soon. Thank you so much for coming on, Shell. Oh, thanks for having me. Love you. Yep. Love you too. Bye. Bye. All right, ladies, that's it for this week's episode. As always, you can find the show notes by just swiping up in whatever app you are listening to the show. We would also love if you make sure to subscribe in whatever app you are using. And if you're over in iTunes, if you want to leave us a little rating and review, that makes a big difference too. Anytime you share out the show, anytime you leave a rating, a review, and let your friends know about it, it helps us to be able to continue to build what we have available here and just increase the content. And I I just so appreciate when you guys do that. So thank you so much. You can, of course, also find our show notes over at MackenzieCoppa.com and click on podcast. And we've also got things on the blog like Five Friday Favorites and that sort of thing. That's where you can find a subscribe to the email newsletter that I send out on a weekly, every other weekly basis so you can keep on top of everything that is happening across the Live Well Anyway platform. I'm so appreciative for each and every one of you who welcome me into your earbuds every single week. It means a lot to me that you keep listening to the show and that you are loyal listeners. You guys have been around for a long time and I am so grateful for each and every one of you. So until next week, when I come back talking about summer planning, I hope you have a bold and gracious week.